Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is now officially Julia Wicker, uh, and I will be your uh, storyteller for the evening. I am joined tonight by a wonderful cast of beautiful human beings, and we will start our introductions tonight with Shani. Hello, I am William Warshani, and I am playing uh, Guavincente, the Asamat Sorceress. And Katie? Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, the Toriador tour guide, and Primogen. I live. You do. that Impressive, <laughs> you do. Internet meme. I live, bitch. <laughs> uh, and Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Catriona, a lawyer and necromancer for Clan Giovanni. And Drevian? Revian, I play Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian Taylor. And Austin. Hello, I'm Austin. I'm playing Rahab, the Kaitif nurse. And I made it through an entire list of introductions without calling anybody by their character name. <laughs> Yay! Gold star. A All right. Day for names. True. So. As always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, fuck Vince McMahon, fuck J.K. Rowling. Um, the list goes on. The list goes on the and on. Goes on. Everything I said last week about the trans community and the LGBTQIA plus community, um, keep in your minds, keep, keep watching, uh, don't stay silent. Um, History is repeating itself, um, not to conflate or to uh, worry anybody, but there are a lot of Holocaust survivors who are saying this is these were the first steps. Yep. So um, I'm not directly saying that we're headed towards something as bad as the Holocaust, but I am saying to keep an eye out because the people in your lives who do fall under those umbrella terms are at risk every day. Uh, other news, um, my father is currently inhabiting the room that I have to record in. So any snoring or extra noises you might hear as he's recovering from surgery, um, please ignore and have a little bit of grace. So other than that, I will get started with last week's recap. Uh, previously, Guire made a stop at the apartment building of one Marquez Moore, uh, very quickly shutting off all the electricity for the city block and dispatching Marquez, who attempted to weasel his way out of uh, getting murdered. Um, but 
up till the end was still lying to Guire's face. So Guire did what Guire does and uh, doled out justice. Uh, she then headed to Elysium to inform the prince of what had transpired and that the job was done and that revenge for dear sweet Charlotte was successful. Uh, with a little bit of talking from her, she found out with the prince uh, started to get together the bits of a battle plan for taking out the last big threat in the city of Bailabog and the faceless mass of Sabat that are hiding still amongst the buildings of New Orleans. And Simone complied by providing a number of Tremere thaumaturgists who could set fire to pretty much anything uh, with the possible hopes of Primogen uh, being a reward for uh, a successful job well done. Leaving and departing from there, Guire, I believe you went back to Cats, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, wh while at Cats, made a few phone calls, and one being to Jack, the human ghoul of uh, Elena Giovanni, who sort of owes Guire a favor for preventing him from exploding with along with the rest of the truck that he was using to transport the doorway. Uh, Jack then found the location of Bailabog and a number of Sabat in the central business district, which only solidified the plans that Guire had already started to make. Meanwhile, the Hearst trio had their hands full with a different problem, uh, mainly one being full of claws and fangs. Uh, a very long and laborious fight, uh, which quite frankly was undecided which way it was going to go until it finally tipped. Cat uh, and Mercy dispatched the prime, the former primogen of Clan Toriador and put Mercy's sister to rest. Uh, afterwards, Cat unstaked Simon and restaked the the dead Toriador. After which, I believe Mercy then began cutting up until she finally just crumpled to dust. Cat, wanting to get rid of all of the evidence of the massive amounts of blood everywhere from the ensuing fight, uh, decided it best to torch the fucker. Uh, because that's how you get rid of evidence, at least blood evidence. And Cat also led this arson adventure over to the next door neighbor's house, where she left a elderly man dominated to lie and wait until morning. Unfortunately, he did not make it. Uh, setting both of the, I know, setting both of the houses on fire our crew evacuated and headed to Mercy's house, where they planted one of Elena's rose bushes along with all of Elena into Mercy's front garden. 
Vampires, this just in, vampires are not good people. I know, they hey, have clearly not. What the hell you say? I recycled! <laughs> <laughs> reuse, reuse, recycle. Your, your environmentalism is noted. I, re- yeah, I reduced her and I recycle her. You are at least better than me. I'm dumping things in the ocean. Things being people. I mean, I drove a, I drove a truck into the ocean. <laughs> That's true. Um, the group then separated, went their various ways. Cat returning to her home to welcome Guire, and to work a little bit on her uh, side project of her aunt. That sounded creepy. Not going to correct it. And so we resume the following night with Cat and Guire sitting and talking about tonight's battle plans. So what's the plan? <laughs> I believe we had just finished laying it out last last session, but um, that's uh, right. That's right. So yeah. I'll need you and uh, whoever else who can to run interference while the Tremere's and uh, whoever else can rustle up a flamethrower cause the havoc that we need to weaken Bilabog and make it vulnerable enough to fight. Wait, are... Guire, are you saying that you are putting your faith in the Tremere? It's a rare thing, I know. I don't know whether to be impressed or concerned. Well, our opponent is a Methuselah and not one that we can poison to turn human again. Ah, cannon fodder. I understand now. Yeah. They they will be useful at least. A little bit. <sighs> That's fair. It's more that I can't set that much fire all at once. That does make sense. I can set a good amount of fire, but not that much. I believe if the prince gave you the correct Tremere, um, setting a warehouse on fire will not be a problem. Or two, I believe. How many warehouses were there, do we know? Uh, Jack said there were three that were filled with individuals. Or three, yeah. So, I I guess my only question is, what if we don't catch them off guard? What if they're already out and about doing whatever they're supposed to be doing tonight? Then we kill just Bilobog, because I can't imagine Bilobog's out doing much right now. Uh, at least we would have heard about it if it was. <laughs> this is true. Like, sure, there are plenty of other issues with Sabat presence in this city, but if we take down the big one, everything else is at least at a level, a manageable level that is no longer our problem. Yeah, the current, the current goal is decapitation. We confirmed that Glory is staying with Bailabog. If we kill their new leadership right after they stepped over to take over from the old leadership that we killed. Any remaining Sabat will be a little bit more cautious about trying to step up and take the third wheel. 
I'm going to make a suggestion here, and I am. I know present company will not assume this is some kind of reason to question loyalty, but I'm still going to say it anyways. It has nothing to do with that. Are we sure that we, in addition to Bailabog, we want to take out Glory? You're worried about how it might destabilize them? No. I'm worried about Glory is... Glory is Sabat, obviously. And I know Camarilla and Sabat so horrible, etc. Fair. But Glory is a rational Sabat who can be reasoned with. We take out Glory, somebody else might come in who is not rational and will not do things like what Glory did in terms of pulling people back and trying to get trying to pull back the Sabbat's presence, potentially even stopping the invasion, just killing um a, a, a Bailabog may be demoralizing enough that they're like, all right, let's leave this alone, or at worst, have a much smaller presence here and not try to do this big kill the entire inner circle a whole thing that they're doing now. Couple counterpoints. She might have pulled back on that attack, but she did not. I do not believe for a second pull back on her plans to kill the inner circle. Quite possibly not. Two. She's still a leader and someone who can and will lead the Sabah. I think killing their monster won't stop her from doing that. No. However, Cutting her off and Bailabog at the same time will make it very difficult for anyone else to find the guts to step up and put their head on the chopping block next. And even if they do, there's no guarantee they'll be able to organize the Sabbat enough to be a threat. I think you're underestimating the Sabbat. Because what happens in the Camarilla if a prince dies? There are there's not only are there dozens others who are willing to jump up and take the spot, there are more powerful people than that. If our dear prince dies, somebody bigger can come in and take that spot. You do know, however, the majority of the Sabat force is shovelheads. Here. Here, yes. Welcome to modern the modern world where they can get somebody new here in a day. Maybe assuming somebody assume, assuming somebody's able to take enough command to get the word out that they need reinforcements. All it takes is a phone call. I'm not I fully understand your point, and I'm I, I'm not gonna push the issue further. I'm just saying this is a devil we know and is a moderately reasonable devil. Moderate the devil. next devil may be bigger meaner and more of a fanatic i don't think she's not a fanatic though no and but think, she's a realistic fanatic and i think and fanatics. i think the i think the obvious fanatic who start who tries to strike hammer blows will be easier to handle than the one that can actually try and play around us i didn't say i didn't say more obvious i said bigger and more powerful but 
fair point. Yeah. I just he, wanted to throw that out there as a something to consider. Yeah, she because can. I she know can, the Camarilla will not. She can be negotiated with to a point, and I think that point ends at attacking attacking the the council coming in. Maybe, and I think that that also makes her more dangerous than several other Sabat leaders because she can play around us, where many others would go for the straightforward approach. All right, fair enough. We should gather the others, and uh, if she survives this, we'll see how it goes. But at the very least, Bailabog needs to die tonight. That blow needs to be struck if we're going to have any chance of surviving this. I mean, do what you're going to do. I get it. As Azra was saying. We should get the other three over here. And finalize ideas. Because I'm fairly certain Rayab will have a multitude of things to say. (laughs) You think? He's a number of objections, probably. I will give I will give um, Mercy a call then. So Mercy, as you are waking up for the evening, getting getting dressed, getting ready, your phone goes off. Hello, hello, dear. Um, are you done with your house renovations? For the moment. Okay. Because uh, we could use some assistance here. Ah. Yes, it's time. Got it. I will be right over. All right. Anything special? I need to I believe. I believe you and I will be handling crowd, will be among those handling crowd control. Excellent. Another can of gasoline. Wrong crowd control. Or my car? Oh, right. You don't just use gas to start fires. (laughs) You don't use gas just to start fires. No, fair fair enough. I like where your head's at, but it is actually for my car. Fair enough. Uh... Would you mind? I'm going to. I'm going to contact Simon and Rayab. Would you mind stopping by and picking them up where they are? Uh, if you let me know where they are, I'm sure they're at their shop and there. But I will text you for sure. All right. Let me know. All right. And yeah, I will fire off a text to 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 Simon and Rayab. Um. Their response group meeting. Simon. Where are you at? The shop, but I need to feed first. Make it quick. Car on way. No promises. Text, text back. Home. I guess I'm, uh, but I guess I'm not going to get a catch up on sewing today.
Can you provide your own uh, 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 transportation? Yep. Or do you want to tell us where home is? Uh, where am I transporting myself to? Uh, my place. Okay, I have been to your place. Yes. Okay. All right. Be there shortly. Thumbs up emoji. Um, text. Text back. Is everybody full? I'll need to. I'll need to do some hunting tonight, unless you have some spares. I think I am. Oh, I went on a full like blood gathering last night. Do I have any extra blood? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, with the extras, you guys. I mean, you you gave the twenty five to Elysium, and your extra blood gathering, you gathered an additional. I'm, I'm currently down nine. I'd like to be full up for fighting a Methuselah. Uh, I could eat. Yeah, I could. I could do a top off. You gained an additional fifteen pints of blood. Awesome. Uh, I am going to gather that. Uh, what? I will then respond, what time or ASAP? ASAP if possible, but actually, hold on. Guire, do you know when this is all going down? Uh, what's, the, what's the time for the kickoff at the warehouse? I, I gave them a time. I just don't know what it was. Midnight. Midnight. Starts at midnight. So ASAP. We want to be prepared. ASAP then, yes. Okay. I'll bring what I've got. And then I'll hop on my scooter. I'm going to stop by a, a Krispy Kreme and buy a box of donuts, dump the donuts, and put the blood bags in the box. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> in re response to that one, the, the, the second one, you get a thumbs up emoji, and then just to, just to make you wonder what the fuck, an eggplant emoji. Fuck you, croissant she'll, emoji. She'll respond back. I know what that actually means. Thumbs up emoji. Croissant emoji. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so everybody gathers at Ken's house. Now, Simon wants to see if his assistants want to donate blood. And then has them call three of his regulars that are part of his herd background. Okay. Because Simon is in need of blood. <laughs> I have two dots of blood at incapacitated. Yeah. <laughs> um, that seems like a plan. That, yeah. Yeah, that seems like a problem. So go ahead and give me... Um, Actually, I I will do the roles since it's your your ghouls making some contacts. How many dots of herd do you have? One dot. So I have three people. Okay. And then my two dots of retainers for two other people. Okay. Um, they get the option. With that role. Nicely. Um, the one that you have ghouled is willing to give up blood. Cool. 
Uh, he's willing to give up three points. Um, and then you, all three of the regulars that your uh, your retainers call in do end up coming coming in. Fantastic. Three points from all of them, from those okay. three as well. Uh, you are down a little bit of stock because the uh, the the trade off was uh, come in and we will give you a free accessory. Absolutely. But uh, other than that, you had no issues. The, all in all, the whole thing takes about an hour. Blood for passion. Yep. Blood for the blood god. <laughs> Please no skulls for the skull throne. Milk for the cornflakes. So. <laughs> uh, I love that you're getting into the 40k memes as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So. The other two. Mercy, you will arrive first. Okay. Uh, Cat's house. The, the individuals who are there are cat. Guire and Azra. Evening. Yeah, welcome. Well, I heard there's a night out on the town. I couldn't miss that. Yes. Oh, yes. Tonight's going to be something to remember. Hmm. Well, that's going to be something to remember for you. We're going to be making sure dumb kind don't Wander I mean, into the situation. You'll you'll at least get a sideline view of an epic battle between an assassin and a Methuselah and whatever Tremere cannon fodder she can throw in the way. I mean, are we? We're we're trying to be the masquerade protectors. If we're stopping people and can still see the fight, we failed to protect the masquerade. I mean, fair enough. Also, I'm not sure I want to be that close to this fight. Yeah, you you can you can write a book about it. I'll read the book rather than see the movie. This fight is going to be Methuselahs and Fire. Those are two of my least favorite things. Guire Azra will walk by you and just pluck your phone from your hands and walk into the other room. Don't let it happen. Anyone in particular? Anyone in particular? Uh, first I will be calling Alexander to make sure he's gotten everything together, and then I have a few contacts from my, uh, let's say less fortunate time. Fair enough. I would like to call in that could probably handle the masquerade, the problems. So she steps outside to make a phone call. So, so do I need to put together a playlist for this or what? I mean you might want to the basic goal here is while I and the Tremere and whoever else are going to be joining me in that fight are handling the Sabat and Bailabog I need you all to run interference and make sure none of them get away and none of the kind get involved There's a few different ways I could do that. Is 
So who's on who's on Border Patrol? Uh, at the moment, I believe it's going to be you, Cat, probably, uh, probably um, Simon and Mercy, or Simon, Simon and Rahab, uh, and also I believe. Uh, why am I forgetting his name? The sheriff, because Destiny. De- Destiny and his crew. Okay. So do we have walkie-talkies, or how is this shit going down? Like, just yell over the screaming masses and the rising flames? I mean, that'll probably be something to organize with Destiny once you arrive there. I'm sure if he has any. I'm sure he's got... He's probably going to be doing most of the organizing on the the blockade running, shall we say. (sighs) I'm happy to do... What is asked? I mean, aren't you going to get... Why you have Rahab with us? Isn't she going to do her little magic trick? Uh, that magic trick hits everybody. That's fair. Also, I don't know if we will be able to convince Rahab. Yeah, I also don't know if Rahab's going to want to be part of that massacre. Commit mass it will murder. be a massacre. We really need to broaden her horizons. Rahab. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force that girl into anything she doesn't yes. want to get into. Especially right because now, I don't think I can. Right now is the time you are pulling up. All right. As we're inside on the phone, talking in hushed tones. All right. Nod to Azra. Oh, the ice cream truck is here. As I, I pull in and I uh, flop a crispy cream box on the table. We were having a meeting. That's what you do for meetings. Yeah, it's about right. She says she pops it open. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm probably going to need the lion's share. She says and starts downing bags of blood. I just I just need one. Thank you. I mean, I'm just going to... I'm fine. More or less. But I will just put it out there that when I have to feed, it causes excruciating pain to whoever I feed upon. So, How far down are you? I'm down five. So five, one. That's actually exactly enough for me to get nine because there were 15 bags. Well, I'm assuming that that's not going to be an issue when the blood is in a bag. No, that's why this is generally preferable. Oh, but could you imagine? Giovanni bites into a blood bag. So someone on the other bag, someone else screams across the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would believe it if you said that's how it worked. <laughs> Just phantom pains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if we if we divide that between the three of us who are down a notable amount of blood. Yeah, so one one for one for Mercy, five for Cat, and nine for Guire would consume all of it, but put us all at full. Yep, it's here to be consumed. That's why I got extra last night. So I'm just gonna grab my one bag and then get out of the way. (laughs) 
I assume Briar is either drinking them individually or pulling out a big gulp cup from nowhere. And... Oh no, she basically she basically does. Um, if you've if you've ever seen oh. someone being overly dramatic with a beer can, she skull she basically skulls it, just like rip, dive, throw. <laughs> You're going to oh, get blood at least everywhere. go into the fucking basement to do that. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is to get out of hardwood floors? I've done it before. It's blood magic. Yes, I have too. It's not fun. And sure, sometimes you have to do it. All you have to do is move 15 feet and I don't. <laughs> as, she just, as, as she just sort of reaches a hand up and the blood sort of <laughs> siphons up into her hand off of the stains on her dress. <laughs> I also do magic. Just saying, it's not necessary. And yes, in case in case this wasn't the obvious thing, Cat has one hundred percent just Capri sunned it. That's fair. Like through the little straw hole, like through the little ivy hole. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yep. Okay, so. You all in, enjoy a small snack as uh, Simon approaches and Azra walks back in and tosses you your phone. Thank you very much. Any luck? Actually, yes. I was able to contact as she slips into Simone's accent. Yes, I was actually able to contact uh Alexander and I was able to contact two or three Ravnos in I would not say the immediate area, but they will be able to get here by midnight. Hmm. Presumably to our meeting location. Correct. Do we have our meeting location or is it we just do. general we do. area? I've got I've got a I've got a place for everyone to meet up to get ready for this. Speaking of which, Rahab, time to get you up to speed. Yes. So, what casualties am I preventing today? Well, it's time for the final encounter, by which I mean it's time to deal with Bailabog and the remaining Sabat in the city in the warehouse district. Okay. I'm assuming you're going to want to be there to make sure no casualties afflict the kind. Generally speaking, do you need me to corral? Corral, run interference. It's going to be a big show because we've got a lot of Sabbat to deal with. I should clarify that. Am I corralling the Sabbat or the humans? I, I feel like you're probably more comfortable with the humans. I feel like no one else here can corral Sabbat the way I can. Oh, you that very much true, can you, if you feel like it. That's true, but you would be corralling them into um, a It's essentially going to be a murder box. That's up to you. We thought you might have issues with that. I have issues allowing murderous rampagers to slaughter an entire group of people. Wait a second, wait a second. Somebody get out your phone and record this. No, do not Simon record this for the record. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Simon quietly gets out of his phone and starts recording. So would you would you then want to be the, one that. of the ones keeping the keeping the sabat from getting out of our ring? 
would that be better or would it be better if I prevent Bilobog from getting out? Because I assure you, I have no issues at all pressing across into Bilobog's face until uh, the power of God flows through him and he bursts into flames. I'm going to be doing that a little bit. I'm going to be doing that a little bit more directly with a sword. So. But. Yes, if you want to, if you want to pincer Bilobog between yourself and myself, that'd be grand. Sounds like a fun time. And to clarify, I don't think a Bilobog has. I don't know a whole lot about how this works, but at this point, I'm fairly sure that Bilobog is more Satan than anything else. Probably, if I had to guess. Was I the Bilobog mean, even ever a human? At one point, if, yes. I, if I remember, if I remember the stories we've been told correctly, uh, Bilobog was kind of. Um, Hit fed Samache, shall we say? I mean, he he was a vampire, and thus he was a human at some point. Or he is a vampire, and thus he was a human at some point. Which, so, uh, but was you know, fed hundreds upon hundreds of lives over the course of hundreds of years in a pit, as opposed to the Camarilla leaders who have. Been fed hundreds, hundred thousands upon thousands of lives over hundreds of years, not in a pit. The pit's the only difference here, folks. Yeah. Simon, well, and moisturizer. Look, I'm just saying uh, the the typical. Typically, I don't expect to see the Camarilla looking like they just walked out of labyrinth. No, because moisturizer. So also, I'd like to introduce you to Clan Nosferatu. <laughs> no, the the, the Shamsay are, are. I'm making light. Mm-hmm. Simon, stop, Simon stops recording, cuts the video down to where it's just Rahab, saying that she'll press a cross into Bilo the Box face. Sends it to Mercy with the caption, "We had this as a QR code on Rahab's tombstone, right?" can happen thumbs up emoji (laughs) it's okay (laughs) i have plausible deniability when the masquerade breach charges come is it moisturizer (laughs) so you and i'll be handling by more directly there's going to be a lot of fire so steal your nerves I've dealt with fire before. Not a fan, but I'll do what must be done. No, this isn't a campfire. This is like hellfire damnation. Oh, I'm far more eager to run into that than I am a campfire. I have some immortal assurances about that one. All right. All right, then I guess time to go put things into action. One way or the other, this ends tonight. Ah. So, your plan is semi put together. 
what is the next step? Uh, right now, for Guire, it's meeting up uh, with Destiny and all the other crew. Okay. So how is the group splitting up? Are you and Azra taking your motorcycle? motorcycle? Yeah. And then the Hearst crew and the... Uh, crew Team Vespa? Yeah, <laughs> Team Vespa. Which is... Right. <laughs> Which is here because it's a Vespa. Yeah. <laughs> so you all pile into your various vehicles and make your way towards the destination of a meetup location set about a block away from the warehouse. Um it's very hard to find parking. There are a lot of vehicles here. Um, there are also a lot of bodies. I make my own parking. I drive a Vespa. Parking is I, never a problem. I drive for a living in New Orleans. True. I can find parking. Choir's on a motorcycle. The sidewalk is a parking spot if it needs to be. There are at least 30 individuals that you can see. Some you recognize, some you don't. Um, Guire will find Destiny when she gets off the motorcycle. He is currently uh, discussing with three individuals a combat plan. Guire walks up. Do we still have eyes? Do we know if they're all still in there? Anyone gotten out? As far as I'm aware, I don't think anybody's left anything, so. <clears throat> All right, who do we have? He, he will point to Alexander, who is one of the uh, yeah. gentlemen that he is discussing battle plans with. Um, there is also a, a female with shocking red hair. Uh, done up in with one side of her head shaved and it just down to the right um she's wearing a battle vest um the leather or the leather or denim vest covered in patches this one being black denim um she's wearing a red t-shirt black jeans and combat boots that go up to the knee she is currently holding an assault rifle um, this is Tanya. Don't let the name fool you. She's a little bit of hellfire in a small package. Hey, don't need to tell me that. And just my type. The final individual is a tall, thin, uh, Slightly darker than olive-toned individual. Um, definitely um, uh, cool, Jeremy. Um, definitely of Middle Eastern descent, uh, but darker than Azra. Mm -hmm. um, a whole crown of dreads that go up into a bun. 
uh, he is wearing just a very simple open button up uh, t-shirt and uh, black slacks. This is Aram. He's a uh... can, can you explain to me again why you're here exactly? Uh, you must be one of my wife's friends. You know, as a, as I said, she is my wife. Perfect. So, I'm here to help. Good enough. All right. Alexander, what do we got in terms of Tremere firepower? I have roughly 10 individuals who are willing to cooperate. Some are very skilled in the art of uh, the Path of the Flames. Some are new to that path per se, but are strong in other manners of thaumaturgy. Anyone who can throw a fire is going to be good enough. Destiny, do we get any flamethrowers? I was able to get two. Uh, you would not believe how difficult it is to get a flamethrower in the middle of New Orleans in 12 hours. I can imagine. We have people. Do we have people brave enough to carry him? I've got one gentleman. Uh, are you are you, you're familiar with Nero, right? Just a bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, psychopaths willing to hold anything, so fair enough. <laughs> and uh, my friend, she says, looking over at the Ravnos, what are you bringing to the table? He will smile, and the world will fall away around you into just pure blackness. The two of you are the only ones standing in it. And he will snap his fingers, and you are sitting inside of a lavish palace. Not a bad illusion. And he will simply make a sweeping motion with his hand and you are set back in. You snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm about to do it. I put the ball on the tee and everything. I gave it to you right away. <laughs> uh, very good. All right. Myself and my compatriots will be attempting to keep the kind believing that nothing is happening. Good plan. All right. Like I said, we need everybody who's brave enough to stand around a fire because this is about to get real hectic. All right. Destiny, yeah, I heard you were talking battle plans. What do we got so far? Okay, so the current plan that I have, I believe going in straight with the Tremere and their firepower might be the best bet. Uh, problem being, I don't want... I know you need to get in and fight by Labog. You and 
whoever else you've recruited commanded uh, to get in there and fight toe-to-toe with the Methuselah. That being said, if we set the entire building on fire, it's going to be a little difficult for anybody to do it. Until he breaks out. True. Uh, Alexander, I know your guys are good at broad paint strokes. How good are they at target practice? Alexander will smile underneath that paintbrush mustache. For a while, one of our, uh, one of the gentlemen that I brought wants to be simply known as Sniper, and uh, no one had it. He's a fantastic marksman, able to hit with a beat of fire at about 100 yards. That being said, it's uh, the size of a marble. Fire is fire. Fire is fire. All right, good enough. Uh, as long as you think you all have that handled, you deal with the fireworks. I got Nero with a flamethrower to get anybody who who might get out. I also have Tanya here and a whole squad full of uh, individuals that are packing heat and ready to mow down anybody that can with assault weapons. That being said, uh, our... Ravno's friend here and his entourage need to focus on getting the uh, kind in the area out or at least believing that everything is fine. That's going to be a little bit of illusion and a lot of noise suppression. Can you handle that? And the, uh, the Ravnos will simply nod. All right. Uh, the rest of my coterie will be mostly around interference. Anyone who manages to break the circle, they'll be circling around to make sure they don't get out and making sure any of the kind who try and take notice are steered away. Uh, myself and Rahab will be taking... Myself, Azra, if you're willing. She's had looking over at Azra. And Rahab will be taking the fight directly to, to Bailabog once he breaks out of his hiding place. Destiny will give a side eye over towards your your coterie who are standing together. The we're talking about the same Rahab, right? Yeah, the same Rahab who helped me kill the last Methuselah. Touche. Fair enough. All right. So that being said. Easy peasy, right? Nothing's ever going to be easy, but the rot Shrek from all the vampires inside the room with Bilobog might weaken him a bit. That's true. We can only hope that he gets uh, bit and scratched to hell and back before he, you and Rahab have to go toe-to-toe with him. That's the plan. Either I'm going to kill a second Methuselah or I'm going to die in glory tonight. Well, if worst comes to worst, I can uh, make everybody run away. Yep. 
Hopefully, I don't accidentally make you run into a fire, though. I'm feeling sturdy enough. Also known as I have seven willpower and lots of uh, lots of courage. I like optimism. Destiny will clap his hands to get everybody's attention. Just one loud pop. All right, everybody, uh, gather around. We're going to go over the, the plans one more time and uh, get this show on the road. Okay, so Team Tremere and Nero, you will be on fire suppression duty. You are uh, to suppress as much with fire as you can. <laughs> Earn those warehouses to the ground. Uh, we will make up a gas leak. It's been done before. It'll be done again. Uh, we have a few out-of-towners who are willing to uh, do a, do us a favor. Uh, I believe one amongst our ranks has cashed in for that. Uh, the three ethnically ambiguous gentlemen over there are going to be doing uh, illusions and sound suppression to keep any kind in the area out of uh, out of suspicions range. Uh, Tanya, my boys, and ladies, I can't 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 forget that. Uh, you will mow down anybody who's leaving one of the warehouses. I don't want a single sabot getting out tonight. This ends tonight. We They die or we die. And uh, I don't know about any of you all, but uh, I do not feel like meeting my maker tonight. Guire and her coterie will be doing uh, various assistance around. Uh, Rahab will be taking care of any uh, casualties and making sure, well, not casualties, injuries. Uh, casualties, just kick them to the side. Uh, we'll deal with that as it comes. Any injuries you can heal, of course, vampires, so keep that in mind. And any kind that might happen to get injured along the way, I need you to patch up, uh, drug up, and get the fuck out of here. Simon, Cat, Mercy, what jobs do you all three have? I mean, I brought an extra can of gasoline for my car so I can prevent escapes. Good enough. I like it. Um, uh, Simon, Cat, if the two of you want to just handle uh, additional duties on keeping... Sabat in line and kind out of the area. That would be greatly appreciated. Azra, I believe you're going to be stuck with uh, helping your wife. Uh, which brings us to the last big ticket item. Uh, Rahab, you will be assisting Guire when the time is right and we have enough Sabat cleared out of the way. We are taking down Balabog. 
For those of you who do not know, Balabog is a Methuselah, supposedly, uh, according to everything, he's supposedly the, the child of Zamashe him, him, themselves. I don't know if I choose to believe it, but I have heard plenty of reports that, uh, Frankly, I don't think the big fucker cares whether you believe it or not. That's true. That being said, if anybody sees an, a nine-foot-tall creature that is pure white and has wings, uh, do not stop firing until your clip empties and then start beating it with your gun. <clears throat> there is a uh, hushed murmur amongst the individuals who were not up at the plant around the planning meeting. Wire sort of rolls her shoulders and her and the muscles in her body begin to bulge as she just sort of pours blood into her strength and dexterity. Don't worry too much. Azra and I'll be doing most of the fighting with it. And we're gonna try and corral it once it tries to break out of the burning buildings and Rahab's gonna make sure it doesn't get away. The, Rahab, about 30 people just turn and look at you. Oh, uh, I should probably warn you. If I pull a cross out, um, probably want to get away. Uh, there are some unintentional side effects. A lot of the individuals. vomiting, paralysis. Typically fear and immediate need to run, regardless of what's behind you. There are several looks shared uh, amongst the crowd. Uh, I'm generally told not to tell people that, but I figured it might come up. No, now is one of those times that you should tell. So, good job. Okay. It's quarter to midnight. I'm back, by the way. Destiny will pull out a cigarette. Light it. Okay, so uh, I'm not really one for speeches. I'm not the uh, arousing type, but uh, if you make it, you make it. If you don't, I will do my best to remember your names. It's not every day you get a chance to die a legend, so keep that in your mind. But it's, it's also not every day you get to live to be a legend. Can we can we throw that one in as well? Just throwing it out there. Yeah, she's not wrong. And I imagine all of you are probably you know looking out for your own survival. Don't worry, I'm the one who's going to be going toe to toe with the big scary monster. So uh, earn your glory while you got the chance, because I'll be stealing it from you. I don't suppose we're up for a group prayer. <laughs> Any one of you who wants to, go ahead. I'm going to go put gasoline in my car and turn the speakers up to 11. Simon walks up to, <laughs> walks up to um, Rahab and just starts reciting the Lord's Prayer in German <laughs> at, at her. 
Not because he knows it. Like, actually knows it. Just because he heard Rahab, Rahab say it, it once. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just reciting it back. Uh, Rahab, there are about five individuals who come and pray with you. Yay. Okay. Everybody will see Destiny pull out a phone, type in a few words, hit send. Everybody get in positions. So, uh, as I am not going to do initiative for upwards of 150 individuals, um, because I don't do uh, <laughs> war gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, gonna say prepare for about like uh, 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 twenty episodes worth of com- uh, a single combat scene. You said celerity and person person one A, person two B, person thirteen F. How did you guys get to one hundred and fifty episodes? One fight, man. <laughs> <laughs> One fucking fight. Oh, how long was a hundred days war? So, you say you the way I am going to be doing this is there's going to be a lot of, I'm going to be asking you how you are assisting in the current situation. After roles are done, after descriptions are done, and role-playing is done, we will move on to the next phase. And then we will add, we will lather, rinse, and repeat until that is finished. At which point, it will narrow down to smaller scenes like if we get to the point where Guire and Azra can fight by Labog, or if uh certain scenes happen that individuals get a chance to shine the camera will focus in a little bit better uh first I will need everybody to make me a perception and alertness check difficulty seven you can subtract your aspects from this if you have it. If you have heightened senses, which I believe is the first dot anyway. Uh, I can Ooh, successes. Subtract, uh, uh, uh. I can subtract oh. six. Two successes. The difficulty seven? And subtract it, my aspects from six. Uh, subtract your aspects from seven. So whatever your whatever your whatever whatever your aspects is, reduce seven by that much. Okay. Four. Watch me still. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So as you all get into position, um, and everybody starts getting ready, two of the lights, two of the warehouses light up on the inside. The one in the middle stays completely unlit completely dark but the and it is at the exact same time that those warehouses light up and simon you are the only one that is yeah you're the only one who scored high enough to see this uh You might think nothing of it, but uh, it needs pointed out. A crow flies away as soon as those lights come on. Is it just a normal crow, or? Um, 
it appears to be a normal crow. But that's uh, where it came from. Yes, it came from the top of the center, like the roof of the center warehouse. Simon will quickly shoot a text to the um, to the coterie and to Destiny. A crow took off from Center Warehouse just as stuff set off. It's then when all of you notice. Crow is in quotes. There is no, like it is silent out here, other than the sounds of the city. There's no, you generally can hear wildlife, like, uh, what are the, the, the fucking protected animals? Neutrina, um, the weird cousin of the rat, um, mm. along with rats or possums, raccoons, scavenging animals. There's nothing. Everything's dead silent. But as, That's not those, good. as those lights go up, there's a brief pause. And after you finish sending that text message, you look up to see Alexander hold one arm up, a small bead of red and gold in his hand, which he just flings at the middle warehouse. And as it goes, it expands to the size of a, of a bonfire smacking into the side of the warehouse and two other fireballs are launched. They quickly catch and the front of the buildings start to smolder and another bevy of fireballs are just being thrown. So now I will go around and ask individually how you guys are assisting in the first frontal assault. So Guire, what role can you use to contribute to what is what is happening in the current scene? Um, I can throw more fire. However, how far away is that crow? Uh, at this point, about 100 feet. Can I hit it with a dagger? You can certainly try. What's the, what's the difficulty on that? That's going to be a nine. Yep, I'm going to try it. Uh, celerity blades. I'm going to put a willpower into this. If nine. Nope. Miss horribly. Yep. Uh, it's someone else for that. <laughs> as the it's, blade... it's, it's, it's not a botch because there's a willpower in there. Right. So as the blade flies, you see the crow just change tra- trajectory real quick, uh, which makes it turn around to, to view everything and just hover for a second and then turn and dart back its its original direction, moving twice as fast now. Simon wa- Simon's still paying attention to it. The, does that seem natural for a crow? Hell no. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Uh, Mercy, how are you contributing currently? I am um, 
I have a vantage point. I'm standing on the top of uh, my hearse. I have my eyes trained on the three buildings, uh, trying to see if uh, aspects can sense anything. Okay, go ahead and give me give me another perception alertness check. Difficulty six, just to just to get the layout of everything that's going on, so that you can relay to others. Four successes. Oh damn! Um, Where was this last week? Uh, in Elena's dice pool. <laughs> that's fair. I was like, where were those numbers? Literally just when I had rolled. Would have been nice to kill that crow, find out what it was. I mean, it sure is unfortunate there's nobody else who has a gun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, Mercy, you are able to see that there are individuals who have uh, climbed. The, the main thing you're seeing is heads poking out in the lit warehouse from the uh, windows at the top of the warehouses. Mm-hmm. So there are individuals who are attempting to, from the inside, get a a view of what is what the onslaught actually is. Uh, hey guys, we got some peeping toms on the roof over up of the that first set of windows at the top. Some curious folks up there might want to give them something to see. That cat, how are you contributing this round? I know it is a little limited. As time I mean, not on. so limited. Um, I see a bird. I shoot a bird. Okay. Uh, that's going to be with the gun. Uh, it's slightly easier with a gun than a knife. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my range is a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to be diff eight. Okay. I will also spend a willpower. Because I managed to get a couple back recently. Yeah. Um, eight. <laughs> Flat. Yep. So you shoot just a little bit wide, uh, which the crow just keeps going. It was just offended by the dagger. Is it? So is it? Is it, is it? Is it staying in the? Is it staying in the area, or is it like trying, to, trying get... to retreat? No, it's trying to retreat. Okay. You know what? Is there like? Is there a car I can quickly requisition in the immediate vicinity? Oh, motorcycle, yeah. anything. Motorcycle would actually be best. Guires. Because there are a number of motorcycles. I hop on Guires' motorcycle and I'm taking off after it. I, okay. Because my suspicion is that thing isn't necessarily uh, 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 going out. My suspicion is that's leading to somebody, some some other sabot. It's not running away. 
Yeah. It's running to something else. And I want to know where that is. Yeah. Okay. Squire won't object to you taking your motorcycle for a bit. It's okay. Cat doesn't care one way or the other. (laughs) Squire's a little preoccupied. Yeah, Squire's got bigger things to worry about right now. Simon, how are you assisting? Listening for sounds of panic. Okay. Give me perception and alertness. Difficulty six. Four dots of aspects. Difficulty two. Okay. Uh, There is... So you you just close your eyes and shut out the world around you. And the first thing that assaults your ears is the crackling of flames. But as you push past that, you are hearing several... It is a cacophony of noises inside of each of the warehouses. As individuals are starting to relay what is going on outside. Notably, it's not just listening for panic from the warehouses, but panic outside as well. Like listening Uh, for if people start to notice so he can direct. So far, there is no kind activity. Okay. In the area. Um, but you can tell, especially since you've been in this area a number of times, the homeless population around this part is not that far away. Simon will preemptively, like, like, hey, I know there's homeless people that like to hang out over there. But they are like they haven't noticed yet, but there might be people over that way. You will see Destiny give a a signal to one of the individuals who are on the roof with you to to jump down and head out. Rahab, how are you contributing to this? Simon just mentioned the uh, the local homeless group. We need to get the homeless people. Uh, I don't know how well I know this area. Aside from the the homeless community, is there really all that much other? Is there much other reason for uh, for humans to be out here? Um, the big thing would be uh, nighttime warehouse workers. But a lot of this is the area you're in is semi abandoned. Okay. So I we need to uh, get the homeless out of here. Yes. Go start trying to try to pray to them. Maybe they'll run away. Um, I was thinking of blowing a uh, blowing a power station nearby and then letting them all know, hey, there's a grocery store with no power. That's going to uh, have a whole bunch of food they've got to throw out. That that is a very interesting way to handle that. Uh, Better make sure there's a large liquor section. So, how are you going about knocking down the the power in this immediate area? Um, I don't need to. I don't need the area. I really just need that that uh, a grocery store. Where's the nearest grocery store? Um, probably not far, considering a lot of people probably work here and probably need to stop somewhere on the way out. Yeah. 
There's one from where you're at currently. We can say you can find one within a mile or two. I mean, a mile, because you're basically... Yeah, you are not too far from actual, like, downtown area. Okay, so I can get there in just a few minutes. Yeah. We've got a minute till Bilabog, right? Go for it. I'm going to zip off and see if I can't find a transformer. And uh, why do I keep performing acts of uh, vandalism? To save people? it's not murder. Fair, fair. I suppose destroying property is a lot better than destroying people. So, yes, we will sacrifice property for people. That that sounds fairly righteous. I I seem to recall a certain individual who would throw who would throw over tables for people's sakes. Yeah, no, I I go for it. Let's go. Let's go feed the poor to save their lives. Okay. So, are you cutting the wires? Are you trying to blow their their power? Um, let you saw me. That handgun you were given at one point. You can just shoot the transformer. Uh, I suppose I was never getting got and never got rid of it. Um, would intelligence technology be a good thing for this? Yeah. We'll go technology or intelligence technology difficulty seven. Okay. One, two, three successes. Three successes. Uh, it takes you a few minutes figuring out exactly what, where to to hit the transformer or what you need to cut to actually like shut this place down. Um, but you do figure it out, and uh, with a little bit of cutting on some wires, and and I want to make sure it's not repairable within a time period of two hours because if it's a time period of two hours, they have to throw away all stock. Okay. Um, with a little jimmying, you are able to get the transformer cover open so that you can just fire off into there. All right. And then uh, zip back. I, I mean, I'm assuming that makes a loud enough bang, but I'm going to zip back by the homeless community and let them know, hey, uh, going to be some real good dumpster diving. In Vernus, if you just make it make a loud bang, they probably aren't going to come close because they're going to assume that's another oh, problem. Fair. So giving them the heads up is good. Uh, I'll, I'll go give them a heads up. Okay. Char charitable vandalism. Charitable vandalism. I like it. So as our group makes their way around the area, assisting in their own ways there's another volley of fire that is, that hits the front of the building uh all three of the buildings go up in flames and an additional number of fireballs come from the opposite side as additional members of the Tremere who have gone around to the back of the building start lobbying their fire do we know that it's the that it's our side lobbying from the other side? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just checking. Uh, because they're specifically targeting the warehouses. That's fair. Uh, so as that occurs, 
almost in unison, all three of the warehouse doors burst open. And a number of individuals start pouring out, screaming. There's fangs. There's there's a lot of noise. So with with that being said, it is extremely disconcerting when everything goes silent. That's the rav nose for you. As in, the only things you are able to hear... Nope, nope, can't even do that. I was going to say your heart beating in your ears, but that doesn't happen for any of you. Yep. So there's just the eerie stillness backed against the backdrop of people screaming their lungs out and trying to flee. A number of people drop immediately, bullets hitting heads, blood sprayed against walls that's quickly lapped up in the fire. And with individuals still running and screaming, we will start with Mercy. Um, I'm going to hop down and get the gun out of my glove compartment. Okay. And go back up to my perch on top of the roof of my hearse. And if anybody gets as far as where I'm at, just take aim and fire. Okay. Give me a dex and firearms roll. Difficulty six. Thanks. Can I use any of my special abilities for that? You can use your celerity, and you can add a willpower to it if you want. What is my celerity? Uh, okay, two, so I can take it down to four. Well, it would add it would add dice to the roll. Celerity oh. doesn't work like all specs does. Oh, sorry. Uh, just gives you more dice. Just backed out of something. I'm a mess. Uh, You're good. Take your time. Sorry, I hit the back arrow and then shit happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Dex firearms. Plus two for your celerity. Plus two. On modifiers? Uh, yeah. Your modifier yeah. would be plus two, yeah. Okay. Oh, hell, let's give it a shot. Ha, ha, ha. Two successes. Uh, you successfully shoot down a member, one of the members of the spot who have fled, and uh, they're actually heading straight for your car. The so, I don't think Mercy's seen Rotrek before, has she? I don't think so. Uh, there is no intelligence behind the eyes. It is just 
going in a direction. It is just, those eyes have gone completely red and they are just tearing in a direction. And with one resounding, well, actually silence, one kickback from your gun, there is a hole that appears in this gentleman's head as he falls straight back. Okay. One down. Like a like 199 to go. So Austin. Hey, it's one less. <laughs> and they didn't get my car. True. Yes. What do you have up to? Uh how is the um homeless endeavor gone? They have started to move. Um the good thing about it is there was the sound of fire in the area. Now it cannot be heard. Perfect. Perfect. So they're all entirely focused on uh, this going on. They're moving. I imagine that they are not dawdling. No. Awesome. Well, then I need to go ahead and uh, return. Okay. To see what's going on back at back at base. So as you moped back into the area, um, the three warehouses have caught fire. The the, the fire has stuck, uh, and there are are a number of people running and you think screaming, um, in a number of directions, uh, all of which are away from the warehouse they came from. And they appear to be uh, completely mindless in their endeavors? If not mindless, at least beyond focused. Okay. Where is the nearest inhabited area? Now the homeless people are are out of the way. Probably um, where this warehouse district is, probably northwest. Yeah. And what's going to be up that way? Actually, quite a number of things. You can get them to the fairgrounds. You can get them... If you take them way up, you can get them... Uh, if you if if you want to just nope out of the entire situation, you can start leading people towards uh, the uh, there's the entire park area that includes the the museums and a couple of islands. Um, but if you're looking for just in the immediate area. Um, I'm looking to where do I need to keep these away from? Yeah, where does where does where does Rahab need to stand and use true faith to make vampires not go? Basically, uh, okay. Uh, so that would be the 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 block that you are on intersects at a T. Okay, that would probably be the most strategical place for you to park. All right, park my moped and just. Start praying. Okay. 
I forget. Does that take anything to activate, or just you just, nope. it takes the action? You you you, you, you use the mm. action. You you roll the faith against the willpower, mm. against the highest willpower of people you're trying to affect, um, and then. If you get any successes, they have to run away from you. Yeah, if I get successes, they have to run away. If I don't get any successes, they just can't approach me. And if I botch, they're unaffected by it. Okay, so that's going to be difficulty seven on that true faith roll. Am I anywhere in the vicinity? Uh, probably not. And if you I am are, you can't going hear. out of my way to avoid catching people that yeah. I, you know. And most, most, of the, most of the people that are like in the scene like on the site can't hear it so they won't be affected. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about that. Only the people running out of the Ravnosphere will be able to be affected by it. All right. One success. Okay, so there are a number of individuals who are running towards this side of the uh of the block and it's weird. They they pay you no attention whatsoever for the longest time. They get to a certain point and they just promptly turn around and run the other way. Okay. That is, I'm here to keep them out of populated areas until such time that uh, something bigger shows up. So that'll work. Fantastic. Drevian. Well, Simon, what are you doing? Um... That's a good question, since Simon can no longer hear. Um, does Simon know where the Ravnos is that's doing this? Um, one of them is, like, about five feet away from you on the same, on top of the same warehouse. Simon types on his phone, like, and shows it to the Ravnos. Where does... Do you know where the effect of the silence ends? Oh. He will reach out for the phone. Mm -hmm. Type real quick back and hand it back to you and say it's about 150 feet radius. From you or from one of the others? The warehouses. Simon gives him a thumbs up and then walks to about to 150 feet away from the warehouses. So it's it's very weird going from absolute silence to all of the noise of New Orleans. It's like, like it's like I feel like it's, it's like surfacing from underwater where it's just like all the noise just suddenly pops back in. Yes, very much so. And then Simon listens for. Activity. So give me perception alertness, difficulty six, which is difficulty two for you. Okay. Uh, so just listening to everything in the area, it's for New Orleans, it is quiet. Um, not shockingly quiet, but, and there's still the sound of, you know, police and fire going different locations. There's still all the sounds of cars in the distance on the freeways, uh, airplanes leaving out of the Nala airport. Um, 
But from what you are able to pick up in the immediate vicinity, nobody, like there's no homeless, there's no civilians. And you're fairly certain everything is going according to plan. And the crow, that's probably still within sight given Simon, but... Yeah, it is straight beelining north, actually. Okay. Simon just continues to watch the crow and listen. Which will bring us to our uh, designated crow chaser, Cat. (laughs) So are you trying to apprehend, or are you just trying to follow... At the moment, I'm following. Okay. Um, I don't want to stop it because I want to know who it's going to. Okay. Uh, for the hell of it, give me a dex and drive roll. Difficulty seven. You are swerving in and out of streets, trying to keep your eye on a airborne object. Uh huh. Um. I will, I will, I will put blood into decks. Um, and we will see how this goes. Um, seven, two successes. Successes. Okay. Um, you have that brief moment of where you're looking up and following and looking up and your eyes are shooting back and forth between both. Yes. That way that way that people Road rash isn't lethal for us, but it doesn't mean to feel good. Right. Uh and you lose a little bit of ground on it because you almost go into the into the side of a uh pickup truck that pulls out of an alleyway. But you are there's some to... very New York shouting at uh, at at that. Uh, I'm driving here. I yeah. imagine most of it was not uh, in English. Oh no, it was a hundred percent in English. Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, it wasn't Italian yelling. It was New Yorker yelling. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. And the little bit of ground you make up, you you lose um, does not prevent you from like keeping up with the crow. Cool. I will a hundred percent do alleyways if I need to. Oh yeah. Uh, sidewalk. Um, uh, through parks. Whatever. I don't give a shit about traffic rules. <laughs> Good. Okay, which brings us to our assassin for the evening choir. Wouldn't be How the first you? ticket I've argued my way out of. Um, true. Talking like a true New Yorker. Choir is trying to herd the fleeing vampires into each other with the strategic application of fire. Okay. Sort of like when, when, when she sees them trying to split away from each other, she'll just toss fire on both sides to try and funnel them into each other to cause maximum impact. Okay. <clears throat> don't know what happened there. Okay. Um, I forget. There's not really a roll. Of, yes, yes, there is. I There's have to roll a willpower test yeah. uh, of a difficulty of uh, five. 
permanent willpower. Oh, sorry. That's, yeah, same successes anyway. Four okay. successes. Yep. You are able to funnel a good number of individuals into each other. It is, you've seen Rot Shrek before. You're not new to this. But it's still always disconcerting to just see vampires without any sense of holding back, just tearing into each other. If possible, she's trying to funnel them, like, back into the warehouse that Bylabog is in, if she can. Okay. There's a number that you're able to do that with. Um, Some go in different directions, so it's harder for you to necessarily funnel them in, but you are able to get a few right back into the warehouse that you are assuming Bylabog is in. Speaking of, has that door broken down yet? Uh, the no, actually, uh, not broken down, but the it has opened because individuals have fled out of it. Yeah, is there uh, any visibility inside? Or uh, go ahead and give me perception alertness difficulty eight. Reduce that to seven. Yeah, nothing flat wash. No, they still have the lights out, so it's still with all of the the everything going on, it's a little hard to get a bead on what's going on in there. She's gonna be keeping an eye out for anything wrong in that regard. Okay. So as this cycle ends, uh more fire is being thrown. Uh, there are a few individuals who are firing off guns. And uh, the the thing, thing that catches everybody's eye is a rather tall gentleman, somewhere between seven and eight feet tall, uh, just strapped with the... It's definitely updated from a World War to a uh, style flamethrower but it doesn't look like much uh big old tank and a big old hose yep. with a pilot light who is just he he gets he he's darting in between people avoiding people who are rot trekking and as he gets to the first warehouse door he just opens that that uh he flips back that switch, and there's just fire that goes as he starts walking in to the warehouse. Uh, the crow continues to fly, but actually not too far. Um, going straight up uh, with the... And th this has not been like three seconds, like a traditional... World of Darkness round for anybody who's trying to follow along at home. Uh, this is several minutes in between each of these rounds. Uh, and the bird finally comes, begins to descend uh, at the edge of the New Orleans uh, City Park. <sighs> So we will begin the top of the round with everything that has gone on. A number of 
um, a, another wave of individuals have left the warehouses and are filing into with with help filing back into the center warehouse or just filing off onto the edges of the streets some are some are dying before they even get out of the fully out of the warehouses which are just trampled over top of by other individuals who are trying to escape and we will start with mercy what are you going to do to assist i mercy has decided that her car would be more effective than a gun okay so uh i am going to uh patrol the perimeter as it were and anybody that tries to get beyond the perimeter i'm just gonna make them roadkill okay um go ahead and give me dex and drive difficulty six um because I don't know. Personally, I think it's not that hard to hit a, a human target. Probably not. They're they're significantly large most of the time. Can I use any of my disciplines for that? Uh, you can add your celerity to the dice yeah. pool. So, so two dice again. It was... Also, they're worth lots of points. <laughs> Dex and drive difficulty... Dex. Six. And so you'll add two dice to that roll with your celerity. Uh, please work. That's a hit. God damn it, Katie. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, so... Road kills. As there are about three individuals uh, at different points that you just mow over. You're not sure if they're down, but they're probably not getting back up for a minute. But your hearse is looking a little beat up, but yeah. you're fixed. Yeah. Worth it. Definitely worth it. Uh, and as Austin has walked away, we will go to Simon. Mercy's going to be like, I've always wanted to do that. Simon able to see that the crow flies to the city park? Uh, it gets to a point where <clears throat> it gets to a point where you see it start to descend, but it, it hits uh there are buildings in the way. Yeah, that's that is the easiest way to describe it. Is Simon able to like tell that's about where like it starts to go down about where the city park is? Um, I would say yeah, with your all your levels of given Simon's very good eyesight and also knowledge of the like layout of the city. Yeah, give me. No, yeah, I I will say you are able to figure out approximately where that bird should be landing. Simon shoots a Texas Simone. It's like, is were you at the 
warehouse district and fly off as a crow again? Question mark. There is a few beats. And you will get back. No. I've been here with Charlotte. A crow took off from the warehouses just as we attacked and went to and looks like they descended about the city park. I will keep my eyes open. Thumbs up emoji. And Simon just goes back to listening. Is it too late to make thumbs up emoji the <laughs> the quote of the evening? <laughs> New title, new th- new new title for the episode. Thumbs up, thumbs up emoji. Uh, what was the title of the episode? Thumbs up emoji. No, not not that. The... Uh, it was it was Devil Take New Orleans. Devil Take New Orleans. Subtitle: uh, Thumbs up emoji. Subtitle, thumbs up emoji. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Austin, how is Rahab assisting? You do have a number of individuals who are. There's still people running your way. Um. I've gotten no word about the Bilabog, right? No. Can I start going down the road from here and pushing them back towards everything? You can, but there gets to a point where sound will stop. Gotcha. But you are probably, I would say, a good 100 yards before that, so you can definitely approach if you would like to make another true faith roll. Yeah, I want to encourage them. If they're going to run, that's their business. I'd like them to run into the uninhabited parts. So. That's a success. Another single success. Okay. So, yeah, you do have individuals who turn and flee uh, the the moment they hear you speaking. Um, which is nice because you don't have to worry about... Um, getting died so they getting what getting died as in dead oh okay that makes much more sense i was thinking like died what color am i going to turn i'm very confused now uh red bright red i was thinking about like is that like i thought it was dead then i'm like is that like a dice roll that I maybe, maybe there's maybe yeah. there's some terminology I'm not familiar with. I don't know vampire all that well, you know. Little... Um, the color of vitae is the color you would be getting dyed. Okay. <laughs> sort of a reddish brown. Anyway, uh, so uh, they, and they are they are turning on a dime. It is. I mean, they're vampires, so in human movements, not out of the norm, but it's still kind of interesting to see them just, like, pivot and keep running. I, I just love, I have the image in my head of a vampire who's fleeing, and as soon as they leave, like, they're like they're tilted forward trying to run away, and the instant that they cross the sound barrier, their torso begins to turn <laughs> around before their legs can keep up. <laughs> I love that idea. Uh Okay. Cat. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception alertness difficulty seven. Ooh, okay. Whoop. 
Not so good. Okay. So, while you are trying to keep this crow in your sights, it hits a certain point where it goes underneath the line of buildings. And you can probably guess where it might be headed, but you have lost sight of it. I'm gunning it then. Okay. Gotta go fast. Uh, Gotta go fast. Yep. Put another blood into dexterity. Mm -hmm. Dex and drive, please. Difficulty six. Uh, Dex drive. Where's my dex drive? There's my dex drive. Okay. Four successes. So there hits a point where you are you are in and out, and there is a tow truck that is currently unoccupied, but is set up for its next pickup. Like there, there is a a car that needs to be towed, probably about ten feet behind it. The ramp is already down, and there's a split second decision of. Yep, I got this. Yep, yep. You hit that ramp and go flying. And there's a number of kind who are like, holy shit. Unfortunately, it's a a low bridge, so (laughs) the bike keeps going and I stop. I believe I can touch the sky. The sound of the the engine stalling in the air for a second. (laughs) As you hit the ground, you land in the middle of an intersection and there is horns honking and you can hear brakes hitting but you just keep going through there's a brief moment where hands go up on both sides (laughs) single fingers (laughs) and just out of the corner of your eye as you round a turn you see the the crow descend into the park bingo I'm I, I'm I'm headed straight for that park. Okay. And now is the point when I die because I followed this thing to something powerful, probably. We'll see. So, Guire, how are you assisting? Um. Actually, first, give me a perception alertness check. Sure. Six. For observation, I have a success. Okay. Uh. You've been just sort of doing what you can to mitigate and add crowd control. And you catch the briefest flash of just stark white against the black background through the doorway. And it's sort of like underhand a ball of fire and huck it through the door. Okay. Go ahead and give me that roll. Five. I put a willpower into that, so it's not a it's still one success. So as you launch that, the inside lights up and there is more frantic movement. But just at the very edge of your vision, at the back of the the warehouse, there is a large figure that is casting an even larger shadow against the wall. And you haven't come face to face with it, have you? No, I was uh, in the wrong spot when it first showed up. So this is your first look at the monster. And if it's to be believed what Kat said, 
this thing is more horrifying than what she was discussing. It is pale white skin that looks like it has never, it, had it been a human at one point, it would not have been born above the ground. Like it is chalk white. And there are long pointed daggers of fingernails on overextended arms with multiple elbows. A pair of wings extend from its back. Uh, the most imposing thing are the eyes that are open, opening and closing on the wings and the arms of the individual as it has no face except a mouth and a conical head that then kind of goes out with a crest. And you see it as as that light comes in, that fire comes in, it snaps its head up. And for the briefest second, what would have been eyes make contact with you. And your flame dies out. Just sort of draws the cane sword and holds it out to a side. Come and get me. Even though she knows no one can hear that. So are you entering or are you standing your ground? Uh, I'm not walking into the fire. I'm going to let it come to me. All right. Okay. So as that round ends, there are a few individuals who drop down from the, the accompanying warehouses and start just unloading assault rifles and machine guns on fleeing Sabat members. Uh, there's an individual who's going around with a... If you, if you hadn't seen it yourself, you wouldn't have believed it. Just going around with a bastard sword. Just <laughs> leaving people in half. And she's about five foot one. Oh, is that uh, the girl that had the assault rifle with the red yeah. hair? Yeah. Uh, she, you see her one-handed cut a man in half, and then the other hand pull up that submachine gun and just l- lay into the individual who's running at her. More fire has begun starting, and there are a number of... Uh, fleeing sabat who are being grabbed by branches and vines that are suddenly sprouting from the earth to grab legs to hold them and drag them back to the warehouses as you as those who are on looking see one of the individuals from the Tremere is doing different hand signals and saying different things their hands glowing a dark emerald green There is a the far left warehouse is all but consumed in fire and is burning much rapidly, much more rapidly than the other two. As you all remember, Nero walked in there with a flamethrower. <laughs> uh I don't know if Nero is sane. No. There was also a Malkavian. That wasn't expected the jo- of them. He gets the job done. I'm not going to 
psychoanalyze him. Hey, look, we might have a new Malkavian primogen tonight, too. So, we will begin this next round with Cat. I'm going to change up the order here real quick. So, Cat, as you pull in, you pull onto a road leading in through the park. Mm-hmm. And just as you see this crow touch down, there is a human body that hits the ground and rolls and stands up. Well, shit. There is cracking as you hear the the bones resetting into their form. A familiar long brown braid pulled over one side. Stop my bike. Get off. And start calmly walking forward. Catriona. Good to see you. And to be clear, this is... Lori. Yeah. How's your evening going? She asks somewhat unnecessarily. Well, hmm, let's see. A lot of my friends were mercilessly attacked when they were just trying to sleep for the evening. Hmm. Or at least I wonder why that could be. It's probably because you see us as a threat. I mean, yes, the Camarilla specifically very much does. Mostly there's a big problem that needs to be handled, which is right now. Right, the Methuselah. Yes. So here's where you have an opportunity. Okay, I'm listening. I think it's safe to say, and I know you probably wish this wasn't the case, but Mission New Orleans has been a bit of a bust for you. You're not completely right, but I don't think you're completely completely wrong either. Unless you have resources or plans or the like that nobody is aware of yet, Let's put it this way. Whatever you've accomplished so far is probably the extent of what you're going to accomplish. I suppose that's fair. Um, You're obviously well aware that Camarilla won't won't stop at just killing your underlings and your Methuselah. I know. I'm on the chopping block, too. I have seen Simone's war room. I know she wants my head. It's not going to be... They're going to be keeping an eye out for you. I think it would be fair to say that 
you won't be able to just flutter your way out. That's probably fair. I have probably... I've done a number on this city. Yes, you have. Quite well. Um... Is this when I say the line? Hmm? Is this when I say the line? Which line would that be? I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling. Oh, well... I mean, you can't. That's fine. Um... It would be very fortunate for you if you had somebody, for the moment, at least, on your side that had access to shipping methods outside the city. Oh, I do. Fair enough. You wouldn't happen to tell me who it was, who it is, would you? Oh, no. All right. But I will tell you, she will pull from her leather jacket a small mason jar full of black dirt. What's that? This would be the the soil of Bailabog's home. Mm-hmm. This isn't all of it. I don't imagine it is. I'm sorry, I did not... uh, I did not keep him handicapped for you. Yes, I was assuming that he was going to be at full strength. Why do you think I'm not there? Oh, I assume it's because you're smart and you don't have a death wish. Exactly. So, if you have your own way out of the city, fair enough. If not, just remember, as much as we play, we will play nice with the Camarilla, Clan Giovanni is neutral. Yes, and it, and never lets a grudge go. Some of us don't. <laughs> some of us do. But... I think that it serves my clan's better interests. If there is a threat that constantly hangs over the city and doesn't make the Camarilla too comfortable. Therefore, it's in my clan's best interest for you to get out of the city safely. If you need help with that, I will hand over a, I will hand over a card. Let me know. But I keep your head low tonight for sure. Oh, yes, certainly. Um, I don't think my intention was at all to head to the Museum of Natural Art. I mean, you do what you're going to do. Anyways, that's, that's all that I wanted to say. Um, it also gets me thoroughly away from any potential death. So if you'll excuse me, I have a wonderful motorcycle that I'm just going to take out on a drive as I fruitlessly search for the, for the, for the crow, um, until the fight's over. 
Fair enough. Have a good evening. You too. Um, but I would say uh, prepare funeral rites for your friends. Yeah. Do I have to lay low tonight? I. It would be smart. And you're a smart person. But she's right there. I mean... If you think you can pull it off, I'm certainly not powerful enough to stop you. As a matter of fact, You know what? Let's sell this properly. Rip my arm off, please. That way I can tr say I tried. You insist. She will walk over. Mm. Wait, I like this jacket. Fair enough. <laughs> I would do the same thing. And she will take your arm. Mm -hmm. And in one swift motion, her she grabs with her right arm, and her right leg comes up and pins you in the chest. Oh. That sickening sound and the excruciating pain as your arm is removed from your body. Yep. All right. Yep. And that is going to be one aggravated damage. Fair enough. <clears throat> she just sort of looks at the appendage in her hand. Hmm. With the way you act in your... Uh... Meanwhile, you're screaming over here. Pain. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, gonna sp I'm going to spend my last willpower so I do not scream. You're biting through your bottom lip, but yes. yeah, exactly. You know, I figured with how you talk and how knowledgeable you are and just how level-headed you are, you might have been old enough to dust. Hmm. I guess the, young, quite. the younger I've, vampires are surprising me day in, day out. Call me a prodigy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, go kill a prince. I'm going to 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 limp my way back to the to to appreciate the alibi. You'll get about ten feet from your motorcycle. Uh-huh. I don't think it's worth it. Not tonight. It'll be overshadowed. There's a brief pause. Couldn't have said that before. No. <laughs> that makes sense. And she would just start walking, fling your arm over her shoulder and walk <laughs> off into the distance. It's fine. It still serves a purpose. Bitch. I mean, I know the joke I would be making if I were her. <laughs> She's, I'm hoping she's better than bad puns. <laughs> is she, though? Yes. Yeah, she is. I don't know. I think she just needs a hand. 
And there it is. <laughs> really, William? Yes, if, if they weren't going to make it, I was. So, mercy. There have been a number of bodies that are on, both on fire and screaming for being on fire, running mm-hmm. in different directions. Yeah. Um, go ahead and give me another Dex and Drive roll, uh, unless you're, you have changed what you're planning on doing. Nope. I'm going bowling with my car. Difficulty six. Uh, oh, I'm already in dice. Good job, Katie. Uh, difficulty six. Okay, three successes. There are another five individuals, which your car is looking rough. Uh, And you're not certain if you're killing anybody, but uh, you're fairly certain a car to the face, you don't stand up and walk away too quickly from that one. I'm not necessarily looking to kill i'm just patrolling the border if they gets if it stops them in their tracks eh, i've done my job fair enough okay um when bylabog and i lock eyes by the way i begin to pump more blood into my decks because i'm going over my limit and i have to i have a certain number of turns after i stop doing that before it goes away i just want to make sure that i'm timing it right okay rahab do I have any indication that the Bilobog has been uh, encountered? Not quite yet, I don't think. No. It'll give, be very soon. Give me a perception and empathy roll, difficulty seven, uh, to figure out why Guire is uh, twitching the way she is. Two successes. Okay, so Guire doesn't show fear. That's sort of like the main thing about her is regardless of how bad the situation is, she's not going to show fear. Uh, So that twitching is not that. That twitching is combat ready. All right, well, you know that she's not spent any blood or tried to do anything impressive against the cattle that are running around right now. So in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna pump a blood into my decks and I'm gonna rush over. I'm gonna uh is there a back way out of that building that Guire is planted the door of? Uh, yes, however, it is down. It is the the truck entrance. So, so if Bilobog wants to get out, Bilobog's got to go through Guire. Yeah. Or through that door, which it probably can do. So standing at that door to make sure it doesn't try and break through the other side is probably a good idea. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go for the moment. Okay. So you are greeted with the back half of this warehouse, which is just not raging inferno, but is definitely on fire. The the one to the right of, because of how you're, yeah, the one to the right of you is just, a, that is gone. There is no recovering that. Whoever owns this 
that particular warehouse has lost everything. Given that it was abandoned and inhabited by these people, I'm going to hope that it's probably some to somebody to whom the loss is recoverable. Or the loss is not crippling. Okay. Fair enough. Because I'm thinking if you were a small independent person owning a warehouse, you would um, do something with it and not just sit onto it for tax reasons. True. I could be wrong. Simon, what is your goal this round? Listening to see if listening for activity in the area. Okay. Simon just does what Simon does best and listens. Another difficulty yep. six. Jesus Christ. Okay. Simon, listen good. Simon, listen good. Um, so a couple of things you were able to hear. You might feel the tremor in the ground from Bilobog at that point with six successes. Yeah. There is definitely like a slight rumble in the ground. Uh, nothing that would really alarm like too many people, but you definitely can feel it. Um, the other thing you are hearing, um, you are sorry, uh, you you are able to hear the occasional scream and then metal crunching into something. Ah, <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and every once in a while you will hear the beginnings of a scream cut tragically short but none of these are notably civilians noticing no um, you are starting to hear sirens But even with a six, you're not certain if they're headed towards you or somewhere else in the city. But there's another set of sirens besides the yes police sirens that were earlier. Um, and Simon it occurs to you that three large buildings on fire produce a lot of smoke. Yeah. It could also be being called to the, the, the issue of a whole bunch of homeless people just went to the grocery store and somebody might have called the cops. And that might be the case. Simon, I am an optimist. Simon does text Destiny that the number of sirens has picked up and people might have noticed the fire by sight alone without the without being able to hear or anything. There's about a good three, four minutes before you get a message back that'll say the sirens are the least of our worries right now. Um, I kind of figured that with the fire, but if we can get this under control and keep everybody in the area, then we might be able to have a chance of stopping the masquerade breach that's uh, that's currently happening. Uh, 
hoping to prevent the masquerade breach is the reason for the for the forewarning. You will get back the word appreciate. Thumbs up emoji. God damn it, I knew it. I am imagining Destiny with a flamethrower in one hand and a cell phone in the other. Just like texting while flamethrowing. No, Destiny's too old for that. Yes, he has set the flamethrower on the... Like, he's setting it down and then texting and then picking it back up. Okay. So, Guire. Yes. You have locked eyes with an ancient beast. I have to ask, is it coming at me? Uh, it has started to move forward. Uh, I will meet it in the middle and proceed to cut ribbons from it. Okay. So... As you move forward, you are starting to notice the number of individuals that are fleeing from out of the warehouses has dwindled drastically. Mm -hmm. And there's this... You hear your wife's words run through your head of the tides have turned in our favor. Which just invigorates that spark inside of you. And as you take your step up and go back to do your first strike, please go ahead and give me your attack. I'm pumping two more dots into my strength, and I am burning my last blood, my my last of my three blood points for the turn to activate my celerity, and I'm taking three attacks. Putting a willpower into this one. Nine successes. Okay. So that's uh, your sword cane is strength plus one. Plus two. Or plus two. Plus eight. Yeah. My strength is currently eight. Plus eight. Sixteen. Plus two. Eighteen dice. Okay. But you also have burning blade still. Yeah, so which means all this is aggravated damage. Oh my god. One shot by Levi. Let's go. And that's why I mean, that is twelve aggravated the damage. Committing the murder. I mean, in fairness, this is an anti. This is a Methuselah who might have like a shit ton of fortitude. Yeah, this is why I'm taking like, three attacks right now. Right the and hell like now. fucking thirty health levels or something like that. Yeah, this is why I'm taking three attacks right the hell now. I no, I don't blame you. I'm just very impressed because I've never seen dice work like that. So fortitude is the only thing that can soak aggravated. Yes. You do eleven aggravated damage to it. <laughs> Second swing. Okay, go for it. Seven hits. Hey, better, better. And one less die. Uh, eight aggravated damage.
So we'll take five aggravated and go ahead for your final swing. Oof, God, that's only a hit. Okay. So All those ones. But I am I am, I do have a specialization in blades that is still one success. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, strength of eight plus two is ten. Ten dice. Still six more aggravated damage. Okay. And I still have two more swings worth of aggravated damage on this blade. Okay. So that's another four. So as you rush up and the flames lick behind every cut you do, severing and burning away flesh. There is a... Even with the noise suppression, you can feel the scream that comes out of this thing. Our fangs are just bared in this sort of triumphant, either I'm winning here or I'm dying here, and I don't really give a fuck which... And you have cut two massive and one slightly less massive gashes out of this thing's chest. Uh, Whatever organs are in the way are visible. You're not certain what they might be or what they used to be, but they are visible. There There is basically a cavity in this thing's chest and abdomen. As it looks at you. And you know for a fact this thing can't smile. You know for a fact it can't. But you immediately feel that. And I'm just making a decision on what it's going to do. <laughs> Murder. That's what it's going to do. Yeah. And so many choices. So, you see the smile cross its its face as all of its fangs bare, and its mouth opens way larger than its head should allow, as a gout of flame pours from it. All right. Uh, and six 
I'm not seeing an associated roll. Hold on. Is it a reflexive roll on my end to try and avoid being cooked, I'm assuming? No. It just deals two aggravated dice worth of damage, or two dice of aggravated damage to anyone in the in the flame circumference. Well, <laughs> about to take some aggro. Oh, that one. And it sets people on fire. Yes, it does. Really? Tell really? me it was zero. Tell me it was zero. <laughs> Circle takes the square. <laughs> <laughs> it just it starts to breathe fire, and Guire's dexterity is currently nine with the amount of blood she's pumped into it. So she just sort of twists under it, like performs a corkscrew in midair to dive under the flames. In fairness. You're still on fire. Oh, no, her, her jacket is fully on fire. <laughs> Which is where the next roll comes in. I need a courage roll. For yep, it's yep. Rot Shrek time. Difficulty. Uh, you are immolated. You're, yeah, you're immolated, so... You are the thing on fire. Yep. Fire is on fire. My courage <laughs> is as high as it can literally be, so... And keep in mind with Rotrek, you are in Rotrek now. Yeah. Like it's not it's just it's rolling to keep control of myself. Do. Yeah. It's you have to you have to get successes every turn until you hit a total of five to stay to momentarily be in control. Yeah. It's like it's just like frenzy that way. You don't roll to enter frenzy. You're you in to get frenzy. Out of it. Yeah, you roll to get out of it. Yeah. All right, what's what's my difficulty? And can I spend willpower on this? Okay. Um Ah, difficulty seven. And I do not believe you can spend a willpower on rod track rolls. You could be wrong. Let me double check that. You can spend a willpower if you fail to stay in control okay. as long as you don't botch if you botch sorry folks if you botch you're on your own two successes okay you are in rot shrek but you are two steps closer to gaining yourself back and in control for right now and with the ancient apparently fire breathing beast out in the fray and utter chaos around. I actually I would say controlled chaos around. That is where we will end for the evening. Nope. I need art of that scene, just like Guire, crimson coat on fire, sword in hand, staring at a giant <laughs> beast in front of her. Yes. Maybe we'll see about getting some art commissioned of this uh this series. So, with that, uh, 
everybody enjoy the rest of your evening. We're going to end for the night. Uh, remember to love each other. All righty. Bye. 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 <laughs>